this is Tim Jones, creator of the Sour Grapes comic strip, and you're listening to Soul Wizard on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to Soul Wizard. You're thinking, you're people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 440 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo, and with me, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. Goodbye, so long. See you again. You're not escaping here. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And direct from our YouTube channel. That's right. It's the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adam Wallyhawk. See if I can uh, get some people back in my camp after last week. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) And the expert, Mr. Marquis, Mark Ellis Reagan. Hey, you wanted the best. You got the best. Uh, Welcome to the show, everybody. (laughs) You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where four friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, it's our best of 2022 in TV and film, so get ready to hear what we loved the most last year. Before we get into all of that, how's everybody doing? Mark Ellis Reagans, do you have a New Year's resolution? Yeah, I do. I don't uh, say to not podcast anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my, that, that, was, that, that was my New Year's resolution is to hear your top five movies and then quit immediately afterwards. <laughs> That's my plan. Uh, no, I, I definitely uh, had some time to put out a comic book last year, which was so much pressure and so much fun at the same time. So I would like to try to do that again this year. Who knows? Maybe even put out two comic books. Who knows? But uh, yeah, that's my resolution. Well, start now <laughs> instead of waiting until we're like a week out from BingCon to start. Hey, when inspiration hits me, that's when it hits me, all right? <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I didn't get inspired until like, you know, months before I had to show up there. We didn't even know there was going to be a BingCon this year until July. It's not it wasn't fault. until you watched Twisted Pear that you got amused. I <laughs> <laughs> like, I got an idea for green screen and uh, fake eagles. <laughs> Aubrey Litchfield, do you have a New Year's resolution? No, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to commit myself to something. Fair enough. Adam Wallyhawk, how about you? Yeah, just some goals. Uh, following with Mark, I want to get more of my comic out in the world. Try to figure out this marketing thing once and for all. It's tough. It's not fun. Sometimes it's a grind, but I think you can do it. You have a good product. Now you just got to get it out there in front of people. As for me, my friends, uh, same as ever, man. I just want to go to the gym and uh, lose some weight. Okay, you don't have, you don't have like a, a movie number goal that you want to hit this year. Oh maybe? well, yeah, I want to hit 160. Okay, um, and I'll, I'll, I'm I'm going to get there. I'm going to make it. I think you know. Last year, my goal was 120, so I was a little more relaxed in the first half of the year, and then when I realized I hit 120 at the beginning of October, I was like, oh, I'd like to do 160. And then I was trying Fast and Furious to get, not Fast and Furious, but you know what I mean. I was trying to get 
as many movies in as I could in the remaining three months. But then when we hit December, they were like the week of Christmas was crazy. The week of New Year's was crazy. And I kind of petered out and I ended at um, 154. Oh, that's all right. So so my goal is 160 this year, you know, and I'm already at five. So we're good. You know, (laughs) it's got to take advantage of those apps we got, you know, like 2B and Pluto, Free V. There's tons of movies on there I haven't seen before. So hopefully 160 first time watches will happen and I'll lose weight also because I'll be so bored by these shitty movies. I'll be running in place or something. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) But enough about us. Let's talk a little bit more about us. Marcellus Reagans, please tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast. All right, so everybody can head on over to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. You'll also find an occasional movie review from yours truly. You'll also find some reviews and some recommendations and interviews from the one and only Adam Wallyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there, t-shirts, sweatshirts, stickers, coffee mugs, all located in our tea Public store. You'll also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. So definitely get at us. You can subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a five-star review while you're there, if you can. Uh, You can find our podcast wherever podcasts can be found. And that's including the Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Good Pods. We have a YouTube page with new content premiering there regularly. So definitely check that out. We have a Patreon page where you can support the show. And for as little as a dollar a month, you'll receive exclusive content year round. Shout out to all of our buddies in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. a lot of work okay you have to organize the guests you have to do a google calendar and then you build a following it takes a lot of time <laughs> all right guys it's time for the best of 2022 everything that we loved in the year tv and film we're going to start with tv aubrey litchfield what is the best tv show of the year 2022 wednesday <laughs> <laughs> Do you actually mean that, or are you being being an asshole? No, I I actually mean that. I I think that it was uh, it was really captivating. Uh, so I I did enjoy it. I had to think of what we have seen TV wise, and I it there's not much, you know. All right. Well, Adam Wallyhawk, what is the best TV show of 2022 for you? This one's for you, Joey. It's Andor. Oh. <laughs> oh. In your face. <laughs> I've watched it twice already. I love it. Oh, were you having yeah, trouble sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Or Callis Fragans. So my favorite show that I watched this year was Reacher. The Jack Reacher oh. show. Uh, it it just appealed to me on a very simple, basic level of uh, television entertainment. Uh, it's a mystery. It's action. It has really cool characters, and it works. It's the show is so damn good. I actually bought like a Jack Reacher book to read. Oh, <laughs> and I don't read books. I just wait for the movies. Uh, but I love this character. I love that world so much. I'm like, I need some more Jack Reacher. I don't want to wait until season two. So uh, 
Yeah, that's my favorite show of the year. Did you read the book? I am in the middle of it right now. I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, my best TV show of the year, 2022, Adam, fuck off. <laughs> because my best show of the year is She-Hulk on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> wow. Thought it was funny. Thought the ending was fantastic. Had a bunch of really silly characters in it as well. Told me we're getting a live action Frogman and El Aguilar in the MCU this year. I would have told you you were crazy. But here we are. The best show of the year. She-Hulk. Anyone got any honorable mentions out there, Aubrey? I'm going to mention uh, She-Hulk. and Suck it, Adam. (laughs) (laughs) Rings of power. I take it back. Suck it, Aubrey. (laughs) Adam, any honorable mentions? Uh, I I really liked the book of Boba Fett. I know you guys were not a, as big on it, but I thought it was a lot of fun. I thought it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ellis Regans. Uh, it's not really so much of a TV show; it's more of a documentary called uh, "Light and Magic," all about industrial light and magic that came out this year. Oh yeah, good one. Um, I loved all of those episodes, and and as someone who loves Star Wars. And follow like all of the behind the scenes Star Wars stuff. I did not think that there was anything new that I can learn this late in the game, but that show offered a lot of new insight into the making of Star Wars and the building of uh, Industrial Light and Magic. So that was definitely one of my favorite shows this year. I agree with both you guys, Adam and uh, Mark. That was great. It's a little dry. So I think if you're not a super fan, you might be like, but. Uh, for me, and obviously for you too, I thought that was great also. Uh, my honorable mentions, uh, just for Aubrey's sake, I'm going to throw out Wednesday. thought that was uh, that was really good this year. Uh, Peacemaker. Oh, yeah, Peacemaker. Uh, it's, the boys fun... was fucked up too. Yeah, the boys oh, was yeah, yeah, all right. Just probably the weakest of the three seasons so far, but I did like the boys. And, um, you know, something we didn't cover on the show, and that was House of the Dragon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you actually liked that? Yeah, I did. It, it it scratched that Game of Thrones itch that had been missing since like season six. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> it, did it, I binge that too? Yeah, it jumped right back into um, you know people being assholes to each other and double crossing and all that kind of stuff. Um, we'll see if it can hold up, but for the most part, season one really felt like watching Game of Thrones when it was good again. So, um, yeah, House of the Dragon definitely an honorable mention for me. Now. And get- per usual, people die, and then you're sad about it. Like the little... <laughs> Holy spoilers. So. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I guess Mark's not going to watch it anyway. Uh, screw that show. Screw, <laughs> screw Game of Thrones. Whatever. Why, why watch Game of Thrones when I have Andor? That's right. I'm just going to leave it alone. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> All right. So now one of everyone's favorite categories this uh, every year is our woman or man crush of the year. Who... Were you crushing on this year in 2022? Uh, obviously, you know, if this is your first time listening to this type of countdown from us, uh, if someone has won in the past by you, they cannot win again. So therefore, for myself and Marcellus, for example, Ana D.R. Moss is eliminated. <laughs> so that makes it a little harder on yourself. And you got to reach out there and find some new people to uh, crush upon. Aubrey Litchfield, who is your woman and or man crush of the year 2022? Uh, that's a great question. You asked me and I'm trying to find it. Um, Oscar Isaac. He, he definitely was. I loved Moonlight. Moon Knight. Christ. Um, Moonlight's a little bit of a different type. <laughs> <of movie. laughs> I forgot I watched Moon Knight this year, too. That should have been my honorable mention. 
I liked it. I I always think that he's really great. So. All right. Well, I'm sure my daughter would agree with you there. Um, Adam Wallyhock, let's hear it. Woman or man crush of the year. 2020. I originally had Alexandra Daddario until I realized her season of White Lotus was 2021. So I went with Simona Tabasco, who's also on the same show, but the current season. I don't even know who or what that is. So please, the floor is yours. Uh, just look them both up. They're both on White Lotus. It's an HBO show. The show itself is so-so, but these women are both just gorgeous. Yeah, understandable. Okay. Mark Callis Ray. All right. So there was a movie that came out last year called... R R R or Triple R. Uh that was Rrr. on Netflix. <laughs> uh it's a uh, Indian film. It's a easily just a, a astounding work of art. Uh there's an actor in there named uh Ram Sharan who's one of the leads and just one of the most handsome dudes in the world. So he's going to be my male crush of the year. Uh I can't give it to Reacher cuz I already uh put him as the uh, TV show. Uh woman crush of the year is uh an actress that just kind of blew me away this year with her her talent, and it's uh, Mia Goth from Pearl and X. Uh, knowing that she played, spoiler, she plays two scenes in X where she uh, acts against herself, mind-boggling. And when I heard her talk in real life and she sounds like Mary Poppins, she sounds nothing like Pearl or Maxine, it just blew me away. So, uh, yeah, she's woman crush of the year. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, I have a uh, top five. Of course. so uh let's see number five um a movie i didn't even watch but i I know that this person is in it and that is uh lauren lavera star of terrifier 2 very very healthy young woman um stardom wrestling uh star ram kai chow uh wednesday's star jenna ortega who google tells me it's okay to have on this list (laughs) Um, and Mark Ellis, we, we are both men of discerning tastes because my number two is Mia Goth, star of X and Pearl. Yeah. You know, it came down to today, today, to make the decision. And I, I talked to my daughter about it a little bit, and I said, you know, what what's going to be the deciding factor? And I thought, you know what? Mia Goth, in real life, willingly dates Shia LaBeouf. Ew. It's going to knock her down to number two for me. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Maybe she's a huge Revenge of the Fallen fan and she's just living out her Transformers fantasies. Um, But yeah, no thanks Uh, to that. That knocked her down. Uh, But my number one star of Bodies, 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 Rachel Sinat. Good for her, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) One of Mark Ellis' favorite movies of 2022. Yeah, I just saw her sure. in something else um, recently. I got to find the name of that movie. So I'm like, I wonder if Joy has seen this movie since she you're such a, a big fan of hers. No, nah, it wasn't that. It was something from a few years ago. Even better. I'll look it up. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. So um, those were our picks for uh, people we were crushing on last year. But now it's time to move into the main event, and that's movies. Let's start with our most surprising movies of the year. So these are movies that surprised you in a good way. Nothing bad. Does not have to be one of your top five movies of the year. Could just be a movie that shocked you, knocked you out of your seat for some reason. And we'll start with Markellis Reagans. So the most surprising movie of the year for me was Studio 666. Uh, I was not, I wasn't quite sure what to expect from it. I was hoping it would be okay. Uh, it's 
you know, the Foo Fighters making a horror movie, a low budget horror movie, but they actually have some talent. There's actually some talent in front of the camera and behind the camera. And I found myself really enjoying this movie for the most part. Uh, I would say the probably four fifths of this movie is just fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, and seeing Jenna Ortega again as, as someone who just just gets the shit beat out of her in these movies. Uh, she's adorable. I just think she's just absolutely adorable. So, yeah, I was stunned at how much I was enjoying this movie. So, uh, Studio 666. Awesome. Adam Wallyhawk, any movies that surprised you this year? I'm going to say The Batman. Hmm. I thought I was done with DC movies. And this one brought you back? Uh, I'm not going to like run to the theater for the next one, like Black Adam I didn't even bother with, but I thought this was a really well-done Batman movie. Awesome. Okay. Aubrey Litchfield, what about you? You know, I'm also going to say Studio 666, The Batman, and The Woman King. I was surprised I liked it because I... Uh, Don't like black That people. is not... <laughs> no, it's just... It's a long-ass drama movie. That is not my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Woman King was awesome. I don't know why more people didn't go see it, and it had a really weird release schedule, but... It was like a, a drama movie merged with like 300. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was awesome. I, I don't get it. I don't get the backlash or people that are like, I don't want to see that. Like, dude, it's badass. So uh, 100% agree with you there, Aubrey. Um, so me, I've got three movies that surprised me in 2022. I'm going to agree with uh, two of you guys and say Studio 666. Was not expecting much at all. And uh, I thought it was hilarious, especially, as I said, when we reviewed it, if you've been in a band before, the parts where the demon is trying to make the song (laughs) with the other band members not cooperating, it felt like I was immediately back to being in my early 20s in a band. It was just perfectly done. Um, There's jokes in there that I'm still laughing about months later, like Pearl Jam High Five. (laughs) Um, You know, it it was just shockingly well done. So if it's cheap somewhere on demand or wherever, check it out because you have three of us here. I don't think Adam's seen it, but I think I three, three of us here telling you to check it out. Um, you know, it just had that Evil Dead 2 kind of goofy vibe to it. And it was fun. I really liked it. Uh, another one that was shocking to me was a movie Adam gave me a screener for. Um, and it's called Sewer Gators. <laughs> that sounds right up your alley, dude. It was it, it's free to watch on Tubi right now. It's a micro budget parody of Jaws about alligators in the sewer in the south. And dude, I don't know what it was. It's only like an hour long, too. It's like an hour and five minutes. And it just has some really subtle, like really funny things in it that I wasn't expecting that like really surprised me. Um if you can get over the low budgetness of it, it I I some pretty big laughs watching this movie i was really surprised and i'm really excited to see what the people behind it are going to do next i think they're making a movie about killer kites wow (laughs) it just you know what your mileage may vary but it really did hit me um just you know everything i like about movies it was bad it was funny i liked it and my last one is going to be orphan first kill oh i'm still dying to see that dude i'm dying to watch that movie I don't want to say it's as good as malignant, but it has malignant style twist about halfway through the movie. Okay. And it it was just enjoyable. Like I, I, it went from 
about I want to say maybe 20, 30 minutes in, it goes from, okay, I, this is an all right, like slasher movie. I see where we're going for here too. This is batshit insane and it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, so I highly recommend Orphan First Kill. And you don't have to have seen the first one. Um, even if you just read a quick Wikipedia summary of it, you've got everything you need to watch it. But um, I hadn't watched the first one in probably what, Mark, like 15 years, 10 years at this point. Oh, yeah, it was a long time ago that came out. Right. And they have the same girl playing the orphan and it's a prequel. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good, man. I, I had a really good time with it. another one of those movies where if it's cheap on demand or it's on some streaming service and you're bored, I highly recommend checking it out. But those were our surprising movies. Guys, it's time for the main event, the thing everyone waits for every year. It's our best movies of 2022. We're going to count down our top five. We're going to start with number five, Aubrey Litchfield. What do you got? Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say Werewolf by Night. Wow. Um, I really liked it. I was surprised. I thought that it was like a TV show and I was waiting for more. I'm kind of disappointed there isn't more, but I I really did like it. Oh, shit. I forgot the girl that plays Elsa Bloodstone and that was really hot. Oh, it's too late now. All right. Well, that is, that is a great pick. Uh, I'm pretty sure we all loved it when we reviewed it. Adam, did you watch it? No, I didn't. <laughs> well, get on it. Uh, maybe cleanse yourself of your MCU hatred. <laughs> maybe the 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 track that Adam is on. Maybe we don't want him to watch another MCU yeah, project right now. I don't want him back here next year. I don't want him back here next year talking shit it. about it. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, Adam. We do the show next year, and Adam's like, "Yeah, worst worst movie of the year, Werewolf by Night." <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam, what's your number five best movie of the year? I'm going to go with Amsterdam, and I'm probably going to catch crap for that, too. Wow. I've, I've, been, seen it. I've been meaning to watch that, dude. I, I mean, I, I really like the cast. I like the director, but I see it on a lot of worst of lists, and I don't understand why, because I thought it was a ton of fun. I don't have a reaction because I didn't see the movie. <laughs> Other than I've, I also have seen a lot of people putting it on worst of lists. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't get Must it. Must be She-Hulk fans. <laughs> it didn't have a lot of staying power like it, they hyped it up a little bit and it came out and then it was gone just as fast it was on streaming like a week later yeah mm -hmm. interesting I think it's streaming somewhere right now right is it on HBO Max or I feel like I watched it on HBO Max yeah I don't think I paid mm -hmm. to rent it well I do have to hit 160 movies this year so <laughs> there you go add it to the list add it to the list Marcellus Reagans, what is your number five best movie of 2022? All right, so my number five is a movie that I saw at the beginning of the year that I could not believe how much fun I was having in the theater as I watched it, and it's Scream, or AKA Scream Part 5. Uh, I watched the other four movies leading up to us. I was in that kind of right frame mind, but I was I had no idea like how clever and how much fun I was going to have watching Scream 5. So it's enjoyable. I am like actually really excited for part six, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, I think it's a, a fantastically done movie that lives up to the, the sequel of the other ones, but also kind of has fun on its own. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my number five. Hmm. And, you know, who was in Scream 5? <laughs> it's also Jenna Ortega. Oh, there she is again. <laughs> <laughs> She's everywhere. All right. Well, my number five is a movie that had me laughing from start to finish. Uh, it felt like my sense of humor taken out of my head and splayed across the screen. 
And that is weird. The weird Al Yankovic story I was shocked at how good this was. I didn't know what to expect. And when I realized it's not going to be a straight movie about his life and actually it was going to be more of a comedy, I was all in and the shit was hilarious. So that is number five for me. Weird. The weird Al Yankovic story. Aubrey Litchfield, you are number four. Um, the, let me make sure I get this title right. <laughs> is it the foreign? unbearable weight of massive talent? Oh, are you serious? Right now? <laughs> <laughs> I really liked that movie because it was so stupid. And I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did because normally we watch a Nicolas Cage movie and I'm like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> in this one i i really enjoyed wow i remember when we reviewed it you and mick manhattan who was our guest from the scene snobs both high grades on this one so wow all right all right not even close to my top 10 but it's okay it wasn't horrible adam Wallyhawk, what about you <laughs> still not making any friends except for Aubrey, because mine is the unbearable weight of massive <laughs> talent oh jesus <laughs> yeah do I need to rewatch this? <laughs> <laughs> it was exactly what you thought it was going to be. Yeah, not very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, screw you guys. On to Mark Ellis. <laughs> and so my number four is Jordan Peele's Nope. I... No. <sighs> yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I think I, I think. I don't know it. My top ten list was really tough to make, so my top five list was like almost impossible. Uh, but I love this movie. I think the the twist that happens midway through is just amazing, and the wrap up is was completely satisfying. Uh, it's just a crazy adventure movie that that's kind of horror, kind of uh, a throwback to the old Spielberg movies. And I, I just thought it was amazing. So that one is my number four. Nope. All right. Well, uh, my number four is a movie that I was really surprised by. And I was my expectations were zero when it was announced. And when I finally watched it, I was blown away. And that is the sequel to Predator Prey. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's another person I forgot for my woman crush of the year. <laughs> Damn it. We're supposed to have one. You're already at eight, dude. <laughs> I know. That's not including some of the people I purposely left off because no one would have any idea who they were. <laughs> yeah, Prey was excellent. I forgot that was this year. Yeah, I'm not going to add like cute streaming video game girl to my list, but um, well, why not? But anyway, um, yeah, Prey was fantastic and I was stunned at how good it was. Seems like it single-handedly has resurrected the Predator franchise after Predator, comma, the uh, ground it into dust a few <laughs> years ago. So, uh, Prey, fucking fantastic. If you haven't seen it yet, just check it out. It's on Hulu. It's 100% worth watching it. Um, Aubrey, you're number three. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Wow. Nice. Yeah. I was thinking about making it number two or number one, but you know, I was a little confused by it. And then the more I think about it, the more I like it. So I'm going to leave it at number three, just because it took me a little bit to think about liking it. Okay. All right. Adam, what's your number three? Uh, just so you don't stop talking to me. It is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Very, very funny movie. Yeah, I loved it. And I know a lot of people don't care for Daniel Radcliffe, but you can get past it for this. 
yeah, he was fantastic. And, and it was really funny. So uh, if you, if anyone hasn't seen it yet, it's literally free on the Roku website. You literally just go to their website and push play. You don't have to sign up for anything, pay for anything. It's just there and it's free. So by all means, please check that movie out. Marcellus Reagan's your number three. Number three is another movie that I didn't really have that I didn't have high expectations for. But as I'm watching a movie, as it unfolds, I'm like, this is amazing. And that is X. Uh, it's a horror movie, <laughs> again, with Jenna Ortega. <laughs> there she is again. Uh, making an appearance. But it's such a it is such a love letter to movies. That's also a horror movie, uh, a lot like Scream. A lot like Scream 5. It's, you know, it's a horror movie, but it's a horror movie for people who love movies. Uh, and that's what X is. I thought it was clever. I thought it was the winking at the audience was was great. And the, the, the demise of some of these characters was fucking hilarious. Uh, that was some of the most fun I've had in the movie theaters watching a horror movie. So uh, that made my number three. I've been thinking about it all year. It's X. My uh, wife bought that for Janine for Christmas on Blu-ray. Yeah. And she said when she opened it, uh, if she had read the back of the box before she bought it, she probably wouldn't have gave it to her for Christmas. So. <laughs> Oops. I agree, though. That was a fantastic movie, but not as fantastic as my number three. And that, my friends, is a movie that I thought was hilarious and was very divisible when we reviewed it on the show. Oh, God. <laughs> but it stuck with me all year. Even to this day, if I think about certain aspects or scenes of it, I'm, I giggle. And it gave us one of the best sound drops of all time for the podcast. That, my friends, is bodies, bodies, bodies. I'm not going to play any drops. I'm just going to just just continue. Just let it go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I tried to not have it in my top five of the year, but I just loved it so much. And, and I completely understand people that don't. It's definitely an acquired taste. But I just thought a lot of it was hilarious. Aubrey, I'm sad you didn't get to see it. After watching it, I'm pretty sure you would have been fine, but we were unsure because it was a horror movie. It's not really a horror movie. Uh, it's just a great statement on how dumb young people are, and uh, they deserve it. Fuck young people. <laughs> 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 so that's my number three is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Aubrey Litchfield, your number two, the almost best movie of the year. I'm going to go with uh... Wednesday. <laughs> Um, man, that's tough. I'm gonna go with the Woman King. Oh, I knew it. Yeah, I really, I, I really did like it. It just, it didn't quite beat out my number one. Uh, but I would, I think I like it so much because I was surprised how much I liked it, and I, I feel like that deserves recognition. All right, number two, the Woman King for Aubrey Adam Wallyhawk. Your number two. Uh, this would also would have been a good one for my most surprising because this kind of came out of nowhere. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Nice. I only watched it because Joey put me onto it. It did not disappoint. And in a year where Marvel can't get a multiverse right and this movie can. <laughs> you know, I was really softening point. on my feelings towards Adam for a second there and then <laughs> pulled it right back. <laughs> awesome. All right, Marcellus, what's your number two? Uh, it's bodies, but no, I'm kidding. It's uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my number two movie of the year is uh, one that was already mentioned. It's Prey, uh, the sequel to 
a prequel to the Predator franchise. Uh, as Joey mentioned, the last Predator movie, The Predator, which I had super high hopes for because it's written and directed by the guys who did Monster Squad, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies. So I'm like, oh, they're going to knock this out of the park. And it's garbage. So the yeah. fact that that Fox was able to to give up money to let someone else do another Predator movie is amazing. And the fact that he had a very simple premise and delivered like over delivered on a movie is just staggering. So uh it's it is what movies were made for. It's so good. It's uh a predator movie with a completely original take on it. Uh and I thought it was amazing. So that's my number two. Awesome. Yeah. I mean I, I agree with you. It was in my top five as well. And if anyone hasn't seen it out there, man, you need to watch this. Just rinse the predator out of your mouth. <laughs> and forget about it and check this out. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, me and Mark are telling you right now that to go see it. So that's crazy because we don't agree on a lot. So, right. <laughs> All right. My number two, and I got to be honest with you guys, these two movies, my last two movies flip flopped nonstop all year. I just couldn't figure out which one was going to be which. And I think I'm, I'm at a point right now where I want to make that call, obviously, because we're on the podcast and I have a choice. I was going to leave it up to myself until right this second to mm-hmm. make that call. And my number two movie is from director Jordan Peele. Ooh. Nope. Uh, I thought this movie was fantastic. Uh, it's not a, really a horror movie, but it's more creepy than anything. And it, it, it's it got great vibe to it. And it just sets with you and sticks with you for like weeks afterwards. There's scenes and things that happen in this movie that I, I was thinking about for days afterwards. Just like, ugh. Um, there's a couple, I don't want to ruin it. If you haven't seen it, yet. it's on Peacock right now, of all things, you can check it out. Um, but there, there's a bunch of things that happened in this movie that really just sat with me for a long time. I think it's really well done. I think the cast is fucking fantastic. The story's fantastic. And we got an Akira bike slide in live action. <laughs> so by all means, this is my number two movie of the year. It's fucking fantastic. Uh, can't suggest it enough. Uh, Aubrey, you might want to skip this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anybody else out there should check it out. So, uh, Nope by Jordan Peele is my number two. Aubrey Litchfield, the floor is yours. What is your number one movie of 2022? Uh, I'm going to give it to Wakanda Forever. I was kind of back and forth on it. It was, um, but I feel like I feel like it deserves it. It, w- it was a lot to put in one movie. All right. And, big and uh, big they- Namor fan. No, I don't really care about Namor. <laughs> I figured he'd be in your uh, your crushes of the year there because he's like in a speedo for ninety percent of the movie. Yeah, mm. <laughs> I like dad bods. Like if you're fat, I, I'm all about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving along, Adam Wallyhawk, you are number one movie of the year. Avatar Way of Water. What? I loved it. I liked going back to Pandora. I mean, yes, you need to cut about 30 minutes of whales out, but even <laughs> getting the director's cut in theaters, I really liked it. Wow. <laughs> number one. Wow. It's not right. a lot to drag you out of the house and get you back to the theater anymore. That is that is true. And you, did you see it in uh, premium format? Unfortunately, I didn't because um, the 3D gives my wife a bad headache, so I wasn't going to make her sit there for three and a half hours dealing <laughs> with it. Yeah, I meant to go back out by myself and watch it in 3D, but again, three and a half hours is a big time commitment. 
Understood. Well, you can get a 3D TV and watch it at home when it comes out. <laughs> I actually had one. I did watch the original Avatar on it, and it was great. Boom. Done. There you go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> did yours come with a Bon Jovi music video to watch when you first No, it didn't. <laughs> I have Dread and Avatar, and that's it for 3D. Awesome. All right. Those are good choices. Marcellus Reagan's your number one movie of the year. I just want to state that we are all over the place <laughs> this year <laughs> for these movies, man. We are all over the place. It's fantastic. Uh, yeah, so my number one movie, and it's no surprise, I've been saying it the entire year, the best movie that I've seen this year is Everything Everywhere All at Once. It is just mind-bending. It is a staggering achievement in storytelling, in editing, uh, in ideas that somehow was able to get put on film and presented to the world. It's such an, an, an unusual, original movie and when I was at Dragon Con this year and I saw so many people cosplaying as these characters, I'm like, man, there is definitely something really magical to this movie that's not, you know, not like Transformers or any other like big sci-fi fantasy thing. There's something really unique to this story. Uh, so it was an enjoyable ride when I saw it in the theaters both of the times. I love it on DVD. It's just uh, a, a stunning achievement in filmmaking. So uh, that's my number one. All right. Well, Mark, you know, you like to talk a lot of shit. Guess what? We agree <laughs> on the best movie of the year. That's right. Everything Everywhere All at Once was mind-blowing. was blown away in the movie theater. I had very medium expectations for it, and it exceeded all of them by leaps and bounds. Um, the acting is phenomenal. Michelle Yeoh, uh, Ki-Hu Kwan, yep. coming out of retirement to be in this movie. Holy shit. Where's that guy been? Uh, Stephanie Hugh is amazing in this. James Hong, fresh off the set of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it's just fantastic. It, it's so good. If you haven't seen it yet, you know, check it out. The weird thing about this movie, guys, is that a couple people that I know have watched it and didn't like it. Uh, my wife actually hated this movie. <laughs> wow. I'm not going to argue with her taste because for some <laughs> inexplicable reason, she wants to spend the rest of her life with me, but she did not like it. Uh, my, my daughter and I loved it. My son was so, so, and, uh, you know, there's other people I know that have watched them and like, eh, it was okay. But for me, I, I was blown away by this. I want it to win every single Oscar possible. I don't think it's going to happen because it's too good a movie. It's too <laughs> genre of a movie, but it yeah. deserves it. This is fucking phenomenal. Ten out of five. If you haven't seen it yet, please check it out. My number one movie of the year is also Everything Everywhere All at Once. And that's it, guys. That is 2022 in a nutshell. What will 2023 bring? Hopefully no more MCU movies for Adam. <laughs> <laughs> Not at the rate they're going. <laughs> Um, uh, any honorable mentions out there? Anything else you want to throw out there, guys? Great question. <laughs> <laughs> I will say I agree with Adam. The Avatar is fantastic. It's in my top 10, but not in my top five. And the movie sucked. Oh, wow. Jesus. <laughs> oh, right God, Aubrey, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, yeah. I did like uh, Bullet Train and I liked uh, The Northman, Pearl and X. Yeah, movies that were in my top 10 that didn't quite make my top five. Definitely The Woman King. Definitely Wakanda Forever. Uh, Top Gun Maverick uh, was also yeah. in there, too. <laughs> um, I really liked that in the theater, but 
you know what? I feel like just like Avatar, I don't know how that's going to translate to your home watching. Yeah. Seeing it on a big, crazy XD IMAX fucking screen was phenomenal. How much of that translates back to home? I'm not sure. So that's why I just could not put it in my top five. Yeah, I think it works as a good popcorn movie, you know, just a good old school Hollywood. It's basically Star Wars, but it's a good old school <laughs> Hollywood what? action movie. So, Oh, my <laughs> Lord. I'll How just be lucky we didn't make you watch it. <laughs> How dare you, Marco? <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up. Uh, give me one movie or TV show you're looking forward to in 2023. Aubrey Litchfield. I don't even know what's coming out in 2023. <laughs> Trust the process. I have it planned out. John Wick 4. There you go. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Adam Wallyock. Uh Oppenheimer looks pretty good. I really? don't think so, but... <laughs> All right, Dune Part 2. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> Dunk Part 2. Got it. Mark Ellisrig. Uh I'm really looking forward to Creed 3. I want to see if uh, Michael B. Jordan can land his plane. Uh, he has a, a plane. Sing- <laughs> no, not <laughs> not not land Gerard Butler <laughs> in a boring movie, boring looking movie. Uh, you know, he has a a great cast, a good premise. So I'm hoping there's a Creed trilogy that uh, he could be proud of. Awesome. Well, I'm mostly looking forward to you, the listener, going to SoWizardPodcast.com, where you're going to find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right hand side of the page. Links to all our Patreon and YouTube content as well at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, or just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. The man, Adam Wallyhawk, is dropping interviews and other exciting content for free on there nonstop so check it out and of course our patreon at patreon.com backslash so is podcast where you can monetarily support the show and get extra exclusive content hear us talk about the latest nerd news our monthly star wars video podcast and more uh and what am i looking forward to uh right away i'm looking forward to megan <laughs> i am looking forward to uh john wick four i'm looking forward to scream six I'm looking forward to the Marvels. I'm looking forward to Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Uh, there is just so many movies coming out next year. Uh, it's going to be nonstop. I think there's a span where we go to the movies, I think, 12 weeks in a row for the podcasts. God, I'm, I'm just looking forward to Joy telling me what I have to go see next week. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's my job, and I do it well. So <laughs> that is going to do it. That's the best of 2022. Thank you so much for listening. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, and my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I guess we're going to the movies. Ah, better <laughs> sign up for the discount club. And the man, the myth, the legend from our YouTube channel, Mr. Adam Wallyhawk. Socialstudiescomic.com chapter three is also coming in 2023. Yeah. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagans. Uh, shout out to woman crush of the decade, Journey Smollett, because we slided her a few years ago. Uh, everybody have yourself a great week and Wakanda forever. We'll see you guys next week. We're going to be reviewing Megan. Oh, <laughs> Aubrey no. doesn't have to see it, but she might have to do the dance on TikTok. <laughs> Good journey. <laughs>